I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. <laughs> hey, sports fans, Dan Spurrier, your sports grid news and betting update. It's time to get on the grid, everybody. Game 7 of the World Series. We've been waiting. Can't be, uh, I'll tell you something, man. This is one of the, two of the best words of sports, Game 7. I can't wait for this game tonight. 808 Eastern. We're just a few hours away. So far, crazy World Series, crazy umpiring, bad calls, all sorts of fireworks, and the road team 6-0. Astros laying a buck 40 still. Washington plus 120. Total 7.5. Frankie for the Astros. Uh, Scherzer gets the call for the Nats. Scherzer, a 216 postseason ERA, 34 Ks in 25 innings. Frankie, not as good, a 1.61 whip in the 2019 postseason, but he was better. Astros manager A.J. Hinch says Garrett Cole available on a limited basis. Uh, some notes, home team's lifetime in game sevens, just 19 and 20 lifetime. Other betting lines, run line, Houston minus one and a half, plus 160. Washington plus one and a half, minus 180. That's a plus, that's on the run line. First five innings line, Houston minus 115, total four flat. No road team has ever won four games to win the World Series. It's going to be interesting. Baker being Baker, Cleveland quarterback Baker Mayfield walked out of his presser today for what he called the dumbest question ever from a reporter with the Browns. Sitting at 2-5, and five, Mayfield uh, was very frustrated today. Emotions boiled over. The reporter asked Cleveland, uh, asked him about the first drive and their loss to New England. Baker responded, no, we didn't score points. That's the dumbest question you can ask and stormed off. He took to Twitter to defend his position. After a great uh, rookie season, 27 touchdowns and 14 picks so far this year, brutal. The uh, two and five Browns, uh, he's got six touchdown passes, 12 picks. Browns still three-point favorites in Denver Sunday. A.J. Green wants to stay in Cincy. The star receiver reiterated his desire to stay with the Bengals long-term. Green also noted he would prefer not to be slapped with a franchise tag if a new agreement is not reached in 2019. He says uh, he hopes to suit up Week 10 versus the Baltimore Ravens. they got a bye week this week. After ending his holdout, Washington Redskins plan to shop Trent Williams in the offseason. Still not practicing, and today, Washington interim coach Bill Callahan announcing Williams failed to physical today due to helmet discomfort. Uh, NBA news, it was very scary last night. It could have been a hell of a lot worse for the Atlanta Hawks. And good news, after spraining his ankle on Tuesday night versus the Miami Heat, second-year guard Trey Young will not require an MRI. He's simply listed as day-to-day right now. In fact, if uh, this was the playoffs, he could play as early as Thursday, reports indicate. L.A. Clippers star forward Kawhi Leonard out tonight versus Utah. First instance of load management this year, according to the coach Doc Rivers. The 28-year-old so far great, playing all four of his first games, averaging 27 points and 7.5 assists. Clips playing their first of 13 backs-to-backs. Uh, former NBA standout Amari Stoudemire signed on with the Fujian Sturgeons of the Chinese Basketball Association today. NBA lines and matchup 7 o'clock. Chicago minus 1.5 at Cleveland, 218. New York at Orlando. Magic Ling. Nine and a half, two ten and a half is your total. Mini in Philadelphia, Sixers minus seven and a half, two twenty-two, seven thirty action. Milwaukee minus three and a half at Boston, two twenty-three and a half. Indiana at Brooklyn, Nets laying three, two nineteen is your total. Detroit at Toronto, Raps minus nine, two thirteen and a half. Dwayne Casey back at Toronto, eight o'clock. Portland laying a point and a half at OKC, two twenty point five is your total. Houston laying an eight spot at Washington, two thirty-three. 10 o'clock, Charlotte and Sacramento. Kings minus 7.5, 223. And Clippers at Utah. Line opened at 2.5. Jazz now six-point favorites, 217. As I mentioned, no Kawhi out with rest. 10.30 action, Phoenix at Golden State Warriors laying 5, 229 your total. 
NHL matchups and betting lines. 7 o'clock, Tampa Bay minus a quarter at New Jersey. Total 6.5. 7.30, we got Edmonton and Columbus. The Jackets minus 150. Total 6. 8 o'clock, Minnesota at St. Louis. The Blues laying 85 cents. 5.5 is your over-under. 10 o'clock, Florida at Colorado. Avalanche minus 135. 6.5. Montreal at Arizona. Coyotes minus 135.5. And And 10.35, Vancouver minus 120 at the LA Kings. Total 6. NCAA Tua, Alabama star quarterback, game time decision when number two LSU and number one Alabama do battle this weekend at a heavyweight tilt in the SEC. MLS Eastern Conference Final Soccer, 8 o'clock tonight. TFC and Atlanta FC, Atlanta minus 125. Draw, plus 300. TFC to win in 90 minutes in injury time is also plus 300. Winner gets the Seattle Sounders. They won last night, upsetting LAFC 3-1. PGA Tour a couple hours away from the WGC Tournament of Champions in Shanghai, China. Rory, the favorite at 7-1 to one on Hideki Matsuyama. Second last week, 12-1. to one. And Xander Shifley, the defending champion, 14-1. to one. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morencio's Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage. In Hour 1, we'd like to thank Mark Lawrence for dropping by at Playbook.com. And Gamblue will talk some fights and football with us in this hour. So stay tuned, everybody. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage on Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, Lou Gamble will join us in a couple of moments. UFC 244, Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal. I'll tell you what, too, man. Even if you're not a big UFC uh, fan, this fight is pretty much uh, for the battle of, like, the uh, the coolest, craziest uh, MF-er in America, yes. essentially, in the world. Like, yep. yeah, like, you can't. Neither of them have talked smack to each other. There's been nothing of that. <laughs> like, basically, yep. like, they both say the same thing. We don't have to talk. We all know what's going to happen inside the cage, right? These guys are going to try to murder each other. And, you know, it's basically, it's the ult- this is the ultimate street fight. Stockton, California, the badass 209 taking on the crazy Cuban from Miami that grew up fighting Kimbo Slice in backyards on YouTube. <laughs> like, how cool is yeah. this? Like, you get, like, the one guy that's basically, like, he's basically a Diaz, like, they like each other. Like, how can't they? They're yeah, the same. Exactly. Like, sort of. You know what I mean? But they're the same. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll show, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll get into it with Lou. Um, so, game seven tonight. Let's rattle off some World Series facts. And, Cam, I'm looking all over the place. I like these, you know, facts, trends, all this other type of stuff. Yep. Um, this is great. I found this from Sportsnet. All right, Sportsnet stats. I like how they, they they're digging deep here, and you're not going to find this on ESPN. The last best of seven series where the road team won um, all four games, and I like this. They they referenced the 2010 WA WHL playoffs, Portland and Spokane. <laughs> 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 the poor Winterhawk versus Chiefs, like the road team. Yes, yes. It's the last time a road team won all four games. And I like how they say a major playoff series. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't help but laugh. I'm like, I don't know if Portland and Spokane like can be. Can, 
I'd love to like be in the room like and tell the ESPN stack guys yeah. this when they're like last time game seven major sport and you'd be like hey Bob listen uh, uh, Portland uh, yeah the Winter Hawks beat the Chiefs in 2010. <laughs> like, he'd look at you like what'd you say? Hey. It'd be like you want us to put on the screen that the last time this happened. Was too, but I like it. Like we we got people's yeah. back. It's just so effing Canadian, Cam, that they're it like sure the last is. major sports series. Yeah. It's not a major sports series, guys. It's I hate the to break WHL. it. The WHL, the Western Hockey League. It's nine years ago. I, like I know, it's so they're good. Busted out, and I love how they drop. Current Canuck head coach Travis Green was on Portland's coaching staff as an assistant at the time. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, they're digging the hockey department. Keep digging. Well, they love their hockey. Connor McDavid has recorded at least one point in 222 of his 300 career games. Yeah, too bad you didn't accumulate more points last night, jackass. Yeah. You lost to the Red Wings. Good work. Yeah, Thanks. Nice work, Oilers. Yeah, thanks. Window Wills can't even afford a grilled cheese tonight. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Game time decisions continues. A lot of crazy stuff happened actually last night in the baseball game that we didn't even get to. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll get, get to that to later. It. We've got Lou stepping up. Suck. I don't know if you remember. They suck. Remember the uh, the chick that flashed uh, flashed her rack uh, the other night uh, at the baseball game. Yeah, she's going to be on the morning show with us tomorrow morning. Nice game. Nice get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I asked Sean, you know, see, see yeah. if he get me NBA players. He brings me a chick yeah. that flashes a rack at the World Series. He was so proud, too. Like, he sent me an email at like, 2 yeah, in the morning. He was, hey, like, all Gabe. happy. Gabe, Gabe, we got we got the girl that flashed her breast at the World Series last night. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It will get more attention for that than if we had Wayne Gretzky on or something. Uh, it's crazy. My God, like, we could have Joe Namath talking about the Jets. People would be like, ah, whatever. But, yeah, oh, yeah, he's got the girl that flashed her rack. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's check this out. Joe Ranieri hasn't been this excited about a guest ever. Oh, yeah. Joe's like Joe, jumping. Joe's, up. like, cares less about guests than, like, Larry King. Like, Joe, <laughs> like, the only time Joe's ever done prep work is he was upset that chick Brooke, uh, Brooke Burns was supposed to be on. She's some, like, model chick or reality TV show, and he was yeah. very ready and prepared and very <laughs> disappointed when she canceled. <laughs> I look forward to the gamblers of the world more than the, the chicks yeah. that flash their racks. But, hey, exactly. hey, we're all about our audience, whatever our audience wants. Lou, how you doing, Lou? I'm doing great. I'm so glad that you uh, talked a little bit during that intro so I could go into the uh, Google and find find that shot. Uh, I, I'll tell you what. Forget about Joe Namath in the 69. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk to this gal. I, I'm all fired up now. 
<laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Listen, I, you know what? It actually worked, and I hate to be that because I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I hate people that want to be famous for doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not in. Like, you know, like honestly, like he even asked me earlier. He goes, "I'll get her if you want." I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I was like, "Whatever." And then finally, you know, I saw an interview with her, and she's because Major League Baseball banned her, and. They're like, because she's, if, they, if she was just a fan, they wouldn't have banned her. But they're like, she planned it and she had someone else there do it as well to promote a business. So they actually helped her. So look at this, Lou. Shagmag.com. It's shagmag.com. And then you're like, oh, yeah, hey. And yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. you're like, all right, yeah, let's get her on the show. <laughs> so. Just for Can the record, yeah, that's the website. Yeah, Shag, so, Lou, have you checked it here? Yes, you see. <laughs> so, I'm not going to say no to having her on the show, Lou, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Open arm. Gabriel, Gabriel, I've always known you to be a consummate professional, widely versed in being able to interview the, yes. the widest assortment of characters, and this Very is right true, up Lou. your alley. Yeah, so Gabe, remember, exactly. back, I can remember back in the day? A fighter, uh, a vivid girl? Yeah. yeah, you interview everybody. Yeah, we yeah. got you, Mike Dick, the line one, and then you got a porn star line two. You could do it all, buddy. Yeah, yeah. and the mayor on line three. <laughs> interview the mayor, right. interview the, you know, you name Herb it. Dean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Herb Dean, line three. Yeah, Herb Dean, Herb, <laughs> UFC referees, Herb Dean, line two. Herb, uh, hello, Herb. Herb, Herb. Hey, Herb. <laughs> Herb's not there. Herb Dean. Herb Dean's got, like, he's a bad ref now, bro. He's got to, he he needs to be like, good. Oh. But he uh, he's terrible. He's going to get someone killed. Like, uh, so, uh, Lou, this, I, I can't lie to you, Lou. It's amazing. This you this fight with Diaz and Masvidal, love it. Love the matchup. I was just ta- talking about it earlier saying it's pretty – forget about belts. This is pretty much just for, like, the king of, like, badass of the UFC. Badass of, like, the country, essentially. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You got a Cuban from Miami taking on a kid from Stockton, the Kimbo Slice street guy, taking on the street guy. You know what I mean? It's just so cool. They don't need to talk smack. They're going to let their fists do the talking. They respect each other because they know they're both badasses that don't need to talk. I love all of it. But it really, and I like the fact that the UFC booked it quickly. That it's like, you know, and I was almost surprised, and this is crazy, Lou, because I saw a couple of days ago, and I love Nate Diaz, and I know him, all right? And I like the guy a lot. He's a nice guy in real life, too. Um, But he's a big drama queen, Lou, all right? And when I saw that I'm out, I don't care, this test is tainted, I'm not playing their game, I'm not fighting, I sort of shrugged my shoulders and said, I'm not surprised this isn't going to happen. And boom, there I am two days ago, Lou. I go to a New York Knicks game, and I'm seeing it's like Celebrity Monday. Larry Johnson walks in the lobby. I'm like, hey, Larry Johnson. Then I see Nate Diaz. And I knew Nate Diaz was on Ariel's show on Monday. But I swear to God, Lou, I actually thought he was, like, just promoting the fight. That, oh, the fight's back on. And he was just promoting the fight. I didn't really realize. I did know, but I didn't know, Lou. Long story short, I'm effing stoked that this fight is on Saturday. And it's actually here in New York as well. And tickets are uh, selling very well because 
it's like three, four hundred bucks just to get into the last row. So, or at least right now on StubHub it is. But pretty badass fight, Lou. That kind of stuck up on me. Yeah, I, there's so much to say about that fight. I, I will say that it's an appropriate uh, mainliner for a card that's absolutely fire. There's great matchups on this 244 card from New York City. Diaz Masvidal. Uh, I like the gimmick. I like the promotion. Uh, the UFC is in the entertainment business. They jumped on this. Uh, as far as actually how the fight goes, I think it's maybe not going to be quite as compar- competitive as people believe. I think that Nate, uh, if you want to learn how to beat Nate, all you got to do is take a page out of Benson Henderson, Rafael Dos Anjos, uh, and and really, Nate, yes, now is 170, but he's always fought at 55. He's got that absolute right peg front leg that's planted in the ground. He's never attempted to move it. He's a stubborn fighter that I don't believe has adapted quite the way Masvidal has. And I think if Masvidal decides to really go out there and be impressive, that he's going to take the leg from Diaz as Rafael Dos Anjos did, and then he's eventually going to piece him up as we get into the third and the fourth round. Now, Diaz's length could cause Masvidal some issues as long strikers have bothered him before, uh, but I, I think Masvidal needs to use his head. I, I will give him the credit for being the more savvy, intelligent fighter. I believe he's the more well-rounded fighter. And if he survives the first seven, eight minutes and lets Diaz run out front a little bit, I think the fight turns and goes all Masvidal after the second round. I agree with uh, your breakdown uh, quite, quite a lot there. And, you know, you know, he's fought in one since that Conor McGregor fight in 2016 that made him rich, the second uh, of, of the two. He fought Anthony Pettis, which was kind of, you know, was that was a was a winnable fight for him, and he did. But I, I agree, Lou. You know, to me, I like the activity of Masvidal. I think that Masvidal is sort of, you know, he's in his prime right now. This is his fighting prime right now. He's confident. He's smart. He's, he's comfortable. You know, everything is just sort of in place, and he's hungry to be rich, too. He's not really Nate Rich right now. And the one thing, and I've known Diaz for years, and I'm seeing, and he's not, he hasn't pulled a John Jones and completely changed who he is and stuff. But, you know, Cam, I remember seeing Nate, and he used to be walking around. It would just be him and his brother and uh, maybe, maybe a buddy. I saw Nate uh, two days ago. In the lobby, he had an entourage yep. of about 12, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Good. The hangers-ons, this, the that. They, I work. get it. He's famous. He needs people around him. But you can tell he's changed a little bit. He used to hate everything. He loves TMZ. <laughs> he loves that stuff, Lou. <laughs> Nate got a taste of the big money, and he's made pretty big money, man. Bigger than people realize. Like he made about five, seven million dollars over the last couple of years, maybe ten. He's got real money. Modsmanal doesn't. Modsmanal's the hungrier fighter, and I think he might be the better fighter right now, at least from where they're at in their careers. We'll continue it on the other side.
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. You want to light the lamp on drafting the FanDuel this NHL DFS season to join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports player. Get up to fantasy projections with NHL DFS. Build stacks and tournaments NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. And remember, guys, follow us on YouTube and Instagram at SportsGridTV. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam Stewart. Uh, we'll get to the basketball uh, board. I see here right now Mark Berman of the New York Post uh, reports R.J. Barrett and Wayne Ellington will be the starting backcourt for the Ooh. New York Knicks tonight. R.J. Mm. Barrett, I want to take them plus the points. The Knicks are 3-1 and one ATS, but... Wow, they just made R.J. Barrett the point guard. Like, this this is getting crazy, man. Like, they're that bad. Like, they, 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 they have no point guard. They basically are taking this kid, and they're like, whatever, dude. Just yeah, carry the ball up guard. the floor, man. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious. But we'll get, to, we'll get to this. Like Berman said, it's a stunner. It really is. But, all right, he's not a point guard. He wasn't no, a point guard in college. He's never been a point no. guard before. You get the kid in the NBA, and yep. hey, listen, RJ, you're not a point guard. Like, it's you know what though? There aren't. It's it's, it's hybrid. Everything's hybrid now. But we're talking fighting. And Lou, as I stated, I like the hunger. Uh, Masvidal's made a little money, but he wants a taste of that Nate money right now. Nate has that. He's talking about the entourage. Just because you have an entourage doesn't mean you're still not training. And you know, once the instincts kick in, Nate is Nate. But good point that you raise about the leg and just the style and stuff. Masvidal has gotten smarter in the last couple of years. And before the knock on him, too, was he was a slow starter. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you're this crazy badass, but you don't really do anything until, like, the last couple of minutes of a fight all the time. Well, you know, we saw that change against Ben Askren, but I just like the hunger of Masvidal right now a little bit more than than Nate, uh, Lou. And I like the activity. Yep. He's just, like I said, I think he's he's more in peak fight condition, in my opinion, now. Yeah, Gabriel, I think you raise a very legitimate point. Uh, w- when you talk about Masvidal, ju- you know, just getting the money, just just getting uh, the fame and such, I, I want to agree that he's the more hungry guy. The other thing I want to say is, Hey, if, if these guys have each been at Masvidal started to fight professionally in 03, and that's probably after 15 years of fighting in backyards, same with Diaz, 04. And listen, these two guys, if there was no UFC, they'd meet in New York City in a parking garage on the fourth floor and get <laughs> down with no one there. So I'm really, really tickled that two purists that have done so much for this sport as pioneers get a little limelight. They get a little BMF title, whatever the the game is, but it's good for our sport. I'm happy for these two guys. I just don't know if the fight's going to be that competitive to be quite honest. 
Interesting. And oftentimes, Cam, if you notice this too, and you know this, Lou, you know, styles make fights. True. People are expecting, like, oh, wow, like it's going to be a bloodbath, like blood sport, the move here, something, right? Like yeah. you have Diaz and you have Mosfidel. Oftentimes when you get two killers in there, they're both smart. Like they know I'm not getting yeah. effed up by this guy, right? I'm not getting into this. Yeah. Like you've seen that before, Lou, right? When there's two guys and you think, wow, they're both like crazy. Sometimes it's like sort of like dark matter. You know what I mean? There's like this friction where it turns into a boring fight somehow because they both respect the other guy so much. It doesn't make good radio to completely agree with you everything you say, but I completely <laughs> agree with that. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Uh, and let's we have not a miracle forget, this week. Yeah, before I Askren, yeah. <laughs> before that fight with Askren, Masvidal was involved in a bunch of snoozers, as you mentioned, Gabe. So this thing yeah. could easily turn really ugly and then leave it into the judges' hands, and who knows what you get. Hey, that's the fight game, but uh, I'm happy for the exposure and the recognition these two kids are getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a great fight, like you said. I, I'm looking forward to it. I might go. We'll see. I like, I, you know, I don't have, I'm not at the stage of my life where I have to be at every sporting event. Uh, this is really cool, but, you know, I'd be, I'll be watching it either way, right? So I'm not paying 400 bucks, though. You know, like you said, I can't be dropping camp 400 bucks every no, week on a sporting no. event. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you can't. It's you ca- getting out of control. I'm flying around everywhere. Like, uh, yeah, all right, cheap. Till and uh, Kevin Gastelum. Here's another uh, fun fight between guys with bad intentions. Uh, what do you make of this? I never liked Darren Till when he's a big favorite, Lou. I don't trust him. You know, he's a kind of a jarhead. He doesn't have a high fight IQ. We know what he wants to do. But should Gastelum be this big of a favorite against him at minus 225 or so? Uh, you know, Gastelum has the recognition, but all of the physical traits, uh, you know, till slightly younger, he's going to be two, three inches taller. He's going to have a three-inch reach. Yeah. And then the, the great neutralizer is that they're both lefties, which makes any fight kind of odd. Uh, I do wow. not yeah, believe. Yeah. I do not believe that Till has uh, a chin that can take uh, punches from welterweights. Let alone he's moving up to 185 to face Gastelum. Gastelum's fired up for this fight. I also know, and I can't tell you how I know, but I know that Till has been burdened by visa problems, and he's not going to get in. Uh, to New York until tomorrow, which is a day before the weigh-in. So we have to figure out and we have to see how that whole weigh-in process will go. I'm certain he'll make the 85. That said, Jared Cannonier, a fighter who's hot and fights out of the lab, will be in New York and is cutting weight to prepare to stand in on this fight if he needs to. Interesting. Very interesting. Lou, uh, bringing some news uh, here. All right, uh, Lou, um, before we get into a little football, um, anything else on the undercard? Uh, Catcher, I see Caitlin uh, Chukagian, uh, the the woman fighter. I I catch her eye because I know she's a local. Um, She's she's fighting uh, on the card. What do you you make of the card? We got Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker, um, and uh, Andre Arlovsky here. Wow. I'm I'm telling you, guys. 
Arlovsky versus Jarazino. Jarazino Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. Good job, Cam. Yeah, what about this fight, Lou? (laughs) I never heard of Jarazino Rosenstruck. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. He's he's 6'2", 245 pounds of of physical freak stand-up kickboxing uh, from the kickboxer from, believe it or not, with his name, Brazil. And uh, he's got no ground game at all, but he's going to be oh, yeah, surely yeah. the younger, faster, more explosive man. Listen, we could talk 15 minutes on every fight on this card. I think Kevin Lee, uh, if he makes weight easily, is live. Also, Luke and Thompson. Uh, how does Vicente Luque come an underdog to Stevie Boy Thompson, who's lost three of his last four fights, I'll tell you how. He's shorter, even though he's younger, and he's going to be coming straight in to engage Thompson. I think Thompson's movement and fluidity might catch Luque coming in. Luque's IQ is not that high. Uh, Witness the Brian Barberina fight. I think Stevie Boy Thompson, when you look at that line, you think, why is he favored? I think that's going to be a lure, and I bet Thompson goes down by the time they ring the first bell. Thompson, minus 125 or lower, I think is a very, very intriguing position. Lou, gamblue.com. Lou's on heat. fire today. Uh, he sure is. Yeah, that's I like fastballs, it. man. That's 99 smoke. Nice, Lou. What about Lyman Good and Chase, uh, uh, Chase uh, Recontour fight? Lyman Good. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. Recontour going to definitely want to grab hold of Lyman Good and take him down. But uh, And as good as Recontour is, he beat uh, uh, Navarov or he beat some badass Russian last fight out. He's not going to sneak up on Lyman Good. And Lyman Good's off a recent fight with Damian Maya. Recontour is no Damian Maya. I look for good to look impressive in this fight as a short favorite. Looking here, I'm like Hakeem uh, Dawadu, the Dawadu. He sounds familiar. I'm like, who is who's that? I just feel like I know him. Um, yeah, he's Canadian. Taking on uh, yeah. Julio uh, Julio Arce uh, here from Queens, local here. Queens versus Canada. What do you think of that one, Lou? Yeah, uh, uh, Dawadu, Nigerian fighter fighting out of Canada, is kind of catching the wave of the African fighters that are starting to make a big splash. He's a striker, he's explosive, but he looked very pedestrian in his last one out. And Arce is an accomplished wrestling grinder that's going to go a full three minutes. I regard Arce, the local, as live in this fight. Uh, you're catching him now. I see him as plus 110, 115, depending where you're shopping. Uh, I lean to Arce here. Yeah, I'm looking here, too. One thing with uh, Duwadu here, Cam. He's been on a lot of those Canadian cards and winnable fights. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they gave, they're giving him guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he fought in Calgary. He fought like in yeah. Toronto or Montreal, whatever. Like they put the they put yeah, the Canadian no. guys in winnable fights. Now you're dropping him in Madison Square Garden. I like what Lou said against the wrestler guy. It's going to be you know gr- grind this out. Man, hell of a card actually. And I'm talking. Lou's got me fired up. I want to go to the fights now. I'm like, hey, let's go. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm down. 12 unbelievably competitive fights. Yeah, but you know one thing when you're at the fights, it's tougher to bet it. 
tougher to yeah. bet it. All right, Lou, hang in here. We'll do a quick hit with Lou. Uh, just a quick uh, couple of minutes. We'll get Lou out of here on the other side of the break and see if Lou likes anything in the NFL. Then me and Cam will jump into tonight's board. We've got to get into the NBA and the NHL. Game time decisions. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Time decisions continues. I am Marenzi. Throwing it down here in the Sports Grid Studios at the FanDuel Sportsbook Game 7 of the World Series uh, tonight. We also have a full slate of NBA basketball. We've got Lou. We don't have a lot of time uh, left, a lot of stuff to get to. So before we get Lou out of here, Lou, NFL, we're into uh, week nine already. It's amazing how quickly this year is just uh, flying by. Week nine, NFL. What are your thoughts uh, on this week's uh, card, and has anything caught your eye yet this week? Uh, yeah, it has, and I'll be brief because I know you guys got a lot to cover. Thursday night football, hey, let's not forget the last eight games between the Cardinals and the Niners, the Cardinals have won. Yep. Uh, John Lynch and Shanahan have not beaten the Cardinals. Uh, fullback Usyk, tackle McGinchley, cornerback Witherspoon, tackle Staley, uh, running back Stother, Frother, the Moser, the uh, and Godwin, a wide receiver. All those players for San Francisco will be out of this game because they want them back the next week. When oh by the way, who do they play? Uh, their biggest rival in the division, Seattle. I'm not saying they're looking past Arizona. I'm saying they're just looking to get by Arizona. Arizona's. Offense has the fourth-ranked DVOA rushing offense, and they're going up against the 16th-ranked DVOA rushing defense for San Fran. This is tight. This is close. And 10 points is a gift. I'll also point you uh, down to Tampa Bay against Seattle, even though it's their second back-to-back road game. I think six, six six-and-a-half is too much. For a Tampa team that can play defense and a Seattle team that cannot cover the pass. And then lastly, do not be afraid of Baltimore, guys. They will win the game against New England. That's what I got in the NFL. Oh, we're reading each other's mail. Like I love all that. those. I can't believe it. Those are all the games I talked about with Mark Lawrence. Unbelievable. Well, go us, Lou. Lou. <laughs> Gamblu.com. Check out uh, Lou's website, Gamblu.com. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at Gamblu. And, of course, uh, it'll be a very fun follow on Saturday night as uh, we've got um, UFC 244 from Madison Square Garden. Lou, always a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. My pleasure. Good luck, everyone. There's uh, Lou Gamblu. Lou. Great, uh, great info and insight from, uh, from Lou. Uh, we do have a lot of stuff uh, to get to uh, here. We have NBA basketball, NHL hockey. Um, oh, there's actually soccer, TFC in Atlanta. And son of a, Ooh. you believe that last night? Seattle wins big, uh, 
Big, big underdogs. They win. The game went over. They went over to three and a half, too. They got to four goals. Both teams scored as we talked. I did hit the corners. It got to 11. It was 10 and a half. Good. There was actually bang on 11 corners. If you can actually log in, I don't even know what I have, but it was a nice night last night. I hit the, remember I hit the Rangers in game under five and a half? Yep. Love the Rangers. I hit that plus 240 in the hockey. Thank God for in uh, in game live. My other picks were horrible, Gabe. Like I went, I think I went 0 4 with the pregame picks. Yeah, Carolina. Carolina plus 240. Love in game. It was something else. It was Carolina plus 240. Oh, it was the NBA game. It went over. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. You got 180 bucks in there. 180. Well, that's it, eh? Yeah. Thought we'd have more. It's because of the soccer hurt me. I lost one of the soccer bets. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you split. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. It is what it is. We'll keep grinding. Keep keep grinding. Yep. Um, Kyle Hamburg brought up a nice uh, prop. I agree with it, actually. I was taking a look at this. You know, it's sort of like DFS, guys. Anytime somebody's going to be out of an NBA uh, lineup, there's going to be a, a trickle-down effect as far as points for other players on the court. Uh, so Jalen Brown out. Jason Tatum's number tonight is 19.5. Should be a higher-scoring game as well against the Milwaukee Bucks. Total's like 222.5 or so. So the book is expecting points. Somebody's got to score for the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum's gone over 19.5 in two of their three games so far this year. I want to see Gordon Hayward's 15 and a half. Feels a little light here for uh, for Howdy Doody. <laughs> yeah. Howdy Doody. Yeah, he's yeah, got that. Uh, he's got, yeah, he's like a mixture of, uh, yeah, Howdy Doody and that guy we used to work with, Paul Brothers. He looks like that guy. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's oh, yeah, crazy, yeah, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like spinning. They're like twins. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I like over there. I agree with you. Good, good call by Hamburg uh, picking that up. I, I, I agree with both players. Somebody's got to score the rock, right? I like that. And, you know, you're getting a little, listen, Hayward had 25 points in the first game, 15 in the second against the Raptors, and then only yep. nine against the Knicks. But the thing is, against the Knicks, they won by 23. So he didn't, he didn't play as much. He only played 27 minutes. He should play more tonight. And as I stated, Milwaukee don't play defense. Like, literally... This is the worst defensive team that the Celtics have played so far this year. And it's something to consider when you look at the prop numbers here. The Philadelphia 76ers are very good defensively. Like, that's a bitch to play against those guys. And they only scored 93 points against them. The Boston Celtics played against the Toronto Raptors. Cam, one of the best defensive teams in the NBA are the Toronto Raptors. Um, The New York Knicks, they scored 118 on the Knicks. The Knicks aren't great defensively, but they're actually, they have a lot of tough guys. Like, I watched them play the other night. The Knicks were very good on the, on the boards and stuff, but the Knicks do let you walk into the paint too easily. Uh, but anyways, Milwaukee, they're going to track me tonight. Hayward, 15 and a half, is very manageable, just getting to 16 points, as well as Tatum to get to 20. Those are two props that I will be playing. Uh, let me just blast through. I'll, I'll run through the basketball right now. I don't really have a ton yep. on it, even though there's a, a bunch of games. Bulls and Cavs, Cam, I don't want any part of it, dude. It's a scrub, pass. It's a scrub fest. Pass. Pass. I lean exactly. Chicago. Why, pass. You know. pass. Pass. Yeah. T-Wolves pass. are getting seven in Minnesota. Tempted. Intriguing. Tempted. Very tempted. Yeah, that's Intriguing. Oh. So is the total. So is the, yep, total. the total. Like, that should be a higher scoring Over. game, but... 
Are the T-Wolves for real? I guess we sort of find out tonight. They've been playing good basketball. You're getting seven points. points. Let's just say it's very close to making the card. I got a few hockey games. Yes, it's right there, but it's not. It's just just one of those things I'm like, do you like it that much? Uh, Maybe, but I do have a strong lean. I know, I know. You know what, Cam? I like it, but I like other things better. And, you know, I only have a certain amount of units here. So I got to let's see where where it lands here. This next game, nine and a half, sign me up. I'm taking the New York Knicks. They're three and one against the spread through four games, Cam. They don't get any respect. Fine. We'll take them. They don't quit. They'll battle, bro. They'll battle. Orlando? Really? Yeah, Orlando. I like Orlando, but not laying 10 points. No, no. All right. The The Toronto Raptors and the Detroit Pistons. They should murder Detroit. The Pistons are not very good, but it's Dwayne Casey. He knows the Raptors. It's uh, the Raptors seem to play down to the Pistons all the time. I'll tell you guys right now. I'm like Pete Rose. I'm not taking the Raptors. And if somebody said you like the Pistons, I'd say, listen, the Pistons blow, so you're taking a leap of faith. But the Raptors don't blow the Pistons out ever. They're never interested in playing this team. The Pistons have given the Raptors a lot of problems. And, in fact, I was glad we didn't play them in the playoffs last year, to be honest. I would take the Pistons or pass, Cam. It's funny, though. Yeah, no, they, especially in Detroit, the Raptors always lay eggs. It's funny. I went to two games. The last two Raptors games I've gone to have been at home against the Pistons, and they murdered them both times. Uh, but, yeah, nine and a half is a lot of points. Uh, I think I'm going to stay away. But I lean Raptors in this spot. I Even with Dwayne Casey, I think the players have pride, too. I think the Raptors win by, like, 14, but it's not, like, going to make the – it's not going to make the, the, the problem ball. is – the problem is with the Raptors – they got no respect to start the season for the first four games. And yep. the odds makers are tired of giving money away. So they're like, you know what? If the public doesn't respect them, we don't care because Sharps are secretly hammering this. Dude, yes. there was a joke the other night. The Raptors four-point favorites against the Orlando Magic. Yeah, the NBA yeah, champions crazy. are four-point favorites against the eighth seed. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Like, the Raptors have been free money so far this year. They lost the Celtic game, but that was a tough one on the road. So now I was wondering when they would say, screw this. So it's down to eight, and it's nine and a half now. I don't want to get in front of it. I'm not taking them because the Raptors are that good, and they could win by 11. But I'll say the Raptors win by seven or eight. You know, I don't, I'm not betting it, but I'll say seven or eight. Brooklyn Nets. It's funny. Like Brooklyn, Brooklyn are starting Nets. to realize they got a problem a little bit. The Pacers aren't playing well, but I kind of like the Pacers plus the three and a half. This is an interesting uh, we got game the Bucks. because – the, the Nets understand. It's to your point. They could really gel tonight with all the bad press and kick the crap out of the Pacers, or they can linger back into bad ways and, and lose outright. And the Pacers are only a three-point dog in this spot. Very interesting. I think this game could go either way, Gabe. I kind of lean Nets earlier, but I think I'm going to pass. I'm leaning with the Pacers, but they're not playing well. I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, don't, I don't fully trust them. Let me see. Pacers here. What do the Pacers have done? All right, what do you like tonight, Cam? Give us your best bets of the night. Yeah, well, hockey, you guys can fade me because I, I can't lie. I, it was a horrible night last night. Oilers screwed me. Leafs lost in overtime, two penalties. That was heartbreaking for me because I had parlays. Will's eating sunflower seeds for dinner right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, hey, Will, I'm with like you, a buddy. Bag of chips, eating sunflower yeah, seeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even eating sandwiches. I'm eating crust, right, from a Wonder Bread. I got no <laughs> – I'm so pissed at the Leafs right now. I want to smash things. 
Anyway, I'm going to the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight against New Jersey. Going to bounce back. I live bet the Rangers last night at plus 175. That was a smart thing to do. Tampa Bay should not be 25 cents over the Devils. Am I falling into a trap? Yes, I couldn't get my leg taken off. Next game, I want to take Edmonton again, but I'm so pissed about it. But they own Columbus. Every time Edmonton plays Columbus, they're plus 140 tonight. But they're so bad offensively right now, I'm going to pass. Blues, wild, heartbreaking loss last night. They had a big lead, and they pissed it away. The Dallas Stars scored uh, six unanswered. Give me the Blues in regulation because I don't want to lay 80 cents. Here's my dog of the night, the Florida Panthers in Colorado. Avalanche, uh, Gabe Landeskog's out. Uh, Rantanen's out. Good spot for the Panthers. I also like goals in this game, man. Florida, they score and give up goals. I see them winning like a 6-4 hockey game shootout. Give me Florida, and uh, that's about it. Uh, Gabe on the ice. Lean to the Vancouver Canucks in L.A. Haven't pulled the trigger yet. All right. I'm going to take the um, I'm gonna take the um, New York Knicks plus 9.5. Yes. New York Knicks plus 9.5. Portland Trailblazers to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Minus 128. Yep. Jason Tatum over 19 and a half. I'll fire this off to you. Uh, only yeah, the Knicks game's actually at seven, though. Yeah, only the Knicks game's okay. at seven, but I'll fire it off right away. Um, yeah, give me Put Jason Tatum over 19 and a half. Gordon mm-hmm. Hayward over 15 and a half. New York Knicks plus the points. Portland Trailblazers money line minus the one twenty eight. The baseball, I like the uh, Houston Astros. NHL hockey pissed me off last night too. Lightning Devils pass. Oilers can go f themselves. Yeah. Minnesota St. Louis. Yeah. Blues. Colorado minus one forty. Is that a trap? Yes, it is. I'm on board tonight. Yeah, it feels like a trap. Two of their best players are out too, Gabe Landeskog and Rantanen. It's gonna, they're gonna. The, tonight's Florida's night. I, I, I like the Panthers tonight. If they don't win, I might uh, get off hockey for a while. Actually, did well in the NBA and MLS soccer last night in the end game. But what do you think about uh, one quick uh, game? Clippers TFC's and Jazz without Kawhi. I, I kind of like TFC too. I took the dog last night in Seattle. Didn't have the balls. Gabe, we would have won seven to one. They were in regular in ninety minutes in injury time, plus seven hundred. <laughs> Unbelievable! They win three to one. What about the Clippers and Jazz? What do you think about that game? Tough. I don't trust the Jazz. I know Kawhi's out. All right, welcome to Kawhi Land. Huh? You can't play him every night oh now. Oh my, somewhere. yeah. Load management. All right, we'll be back at eight o'clock with more picks. I'll fire you off the email here, Cam. We'll see okay. Cam tomorrow. May the winners be yours. Astros are going to win the World Series tonight. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. No team in the history of uh, baseball has ever won four games on the road. (laughs) I'm going to hang my hat on that. They've been playing baseball for 115 years. That's never happened before. Um, I'll tell you what, though, and here's a couple of other interesting um, trends here, Mark and Cam. 
the home t- uh, the home team has now lost nine consecutive World Series games. If you go back, if you go back to uh, to last year's World Series when the Dodgers lost. Um, the home home field, the Dodgers couldn't win at home against the Red Sox uh, last year. Home teams are only 19 and 20 all time in World Series Game Sevens, so they actually have a losing record. But if you want to dig a little bit deeper, home teams have won nine of the last 12 World Series Game Sevens. And of course, there's never been a World Series in which the road team has won. All four games. I'm trying to find out how many times it's actually happened, uh, but it hasn't happened. Like it, we've never been this far before, so we're in uncharted territory. It's it's never it's never even gotten this far. That I mean, there was never a, a World Series, or it only happened once. Did it happen in five games? So now it would happen in six. We're on to seven. So Mark's looking at the under of the game. Cam, you're looking at the under and the uh, the Nationals tonight or the Astros? Yeah, yeah, you know me, Gabe. I'm I'm going I'm going with the dog tonight. Uh, uh, I, I, and I agree with you on Zach Greinke. I think a lot of people are overreacting. He's actually been good uh, recently, and he pitched great for them. It's actually disappointing. You know, Verlander didn't pitch his best, or we wouldn't even be in this situation if you're Houston, and Cole's never been hit that that time that he got rocked. So it's kind of a, a different scenario. I trust Scherzer, big game pitcher. He's a real warrior, a tough guy. Uh, I'm getting 20 cents. I think the line tells you something that it's very, very low for a team like the Astros, only at 40 cents. You know, thought it would probably be around 60, 65, but they got burned last night uh, posting a minus 180, which was insane in my opinion. But, yeah, I like the Nationals tonight, Gabe. I think they can get it done and uh, have a road team win all four uh, four times to win the World Series. Yeah, I'm down with the Nationals tonight. I think they get it done. Um, I jumped the gun earlier. I was so excited about this App State game. I thought it was tonight. I'm like, yeah, you know, know what I mean? Thursday. In fact, I probably... <laughs> I wouldn't even come in today. I wouldn't even come here. I would have just, you know, I'm kind of beaten down. You know, it's that time of the year right now. My biorhythm's not at its peak yeah. form. I would have said, screw it. I'm not coming in. But we have that big Sun Belt game. <laughs> so now I'm like, son of a. It's funny. I'm not even kidding. It's game seven of the World Series. I'm like, damn, I was going to bet that game tonight. <laughs> Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844. 